And now for Rider Rides with your host, Ted Kettler. And welcome to another installment of Rider Rides here on the Motorcycle Men Podcast. I am Ted, your host. Rider Rides is where you, the listener, has the opportunity to tell us about your bike and why you ride it and what makes it your bike. doesn't matter what you ride, where you ride, or how it ride. The important thing is that you do. That bike you just heard is from today's rider. Joining me here in the corner booth at the V-Twin Cafe is Brian Honeycutt, all the way from Fairfield, California. Brian, welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. Hey, thanks, Ted. Thanks for having me. Glad you could be here. So, why don't you tell us about that bike that you own? Okay, it's a 2014 BMW R1200GS. It's the standard one, not the adventure. Uh, okay. Anything else? You know, the funny thing is that's probably one of... Uh, outside of any Harley Davidson, probably one of the most recognizable motorcycles out there, thanks to those two guys that rode around the world on their bikes. Right, and that's kind of why I bought the bike. I was about to ask you that. So, what, what made you choose that bike? Yeah, so I had a, a VFR 800 in 2006. I uh, had 130,000 miles on it. It's getting a little long in the tooth. And I had a uh, Suzuki RMZ 450 motocross bike I rode off road. So I wanted to get one bike that did everything, and I kind of landed with that. So, so how many miles did you have on that? The VFR 800 had 135,000 when I sold it. So you were doing more than just going down to get bread. Well, I, I mean, it's my only vehicle, right? I, I have a car, but I rarely drive it. So it was my primary means of transportation. I was commuting between Vacaville and Oakland, which is 60 miles each way every day. So, Well, you are in California, and you pretty much have nice weather all the time. Yeah, and you can split lanes, so. And you can split lanes. That makes it, why not, right? So give us some details about your bike, like the tank size, seat height, weight, et cetera. Yeah, so it's the standard. So it's a five-and-a-half-gallon tank, seat height. It's got electronic adjustable suspension. So when you uh, preload the rear shock, the seat height changes. So standard for one rider is 32 inches. Rider and luggage is 33, and with the passenger, it goes up to 34. So wow. that's the seat height. Uh, it's the uh, liquid-cooled motor. It's the uh, new, new improved boxer motor. It's liquid cool. It's 125 horsepower, 92 foot pounds of torque. Uh, it's 1170 cc's. You know, it's fly by wire. It's uh, got everything. It's really nice. Uh, you, you just boggled me there. How much torque did that have? 92. Nice. That that's pretty, that's pretty good. That's impressive. Yeah, so it's it's got a real broad uh, power band, so it doesn't have a lot of high end. So at around 8,000, it really kind of quits really making a lot of power. It makes 125 right there, but it takes it all the way to 10.5. So you tend to short shift the motorcycle. I take it to the track sometimes. So on the track, you tend to short shift quite a bit. I can imagine. So uh, you bought this bike brand new? No, it was uh, two years old. A guy up in uh, Reno, Nevada had bought it primarily as an off-road bike and put 3,000 miles on it. And how many miles does it have on it now? 54,000. 
54,000. Yeah, and I've had it for about two and a half years. So you did a little bit of riding, you're saying? So yeah, I've done some iron butt rides, and I've done, uh, you know, down to San Diego, done a trip through Death Valley, through all the canyons, all the off-road stuff. So I've done a lot of off-road stuff, and primarily now I uh, work with a uh, track coach guy, so it does a lot of track time the bike does now. So you, so you have taken this bike off-road? Oh, a lot. I've done the Sheet Iron 300, which is a 300-mile ride, kind of a race-type deal up here in Northern California. Yeah, I've done a lot of off-roading with it. So even though this is not the adventure model, what is actually the difference between the standard that you have and the adventure? A primarily gas tank size. So the adventure has an 8.8-gallon tank. So that's the only difference. That's the only difference. And the knobby tires, of course. Well, I mean, I have... I have a set of spoke wheels with uh, TKC80 knobby tires that I use off-road. And then I've got cast aluminum wheels for on the road. And I've actually switched to a 17-inch front wheel so it has better turn-in when I'm on the track. Does that hand make it handle a little differently on the dirt? Uh, yeah, it handles differently on dirt. Of course, those uh, TKC, those big knobby tires, they don't handle so good on-road, but they handle good off-road. So it's kind of a compromise. Well, it seems like you're talking about the riding that you have done. What is the longest ride you've done? One trip. A couple years ago, I did a Saddle Sore 1000. So. Oh, okay. And I'm getting ready to do a butt burner goal of the 1,500 miles in 24 hours and two weeks. Whoa. <laughs> wow. How did the bike perform on that? Yeah, perfect. I mean, I ran into a hailstorm and ran into a bunch of rain, and the roads were flooded out in Nevada, so... That's what cut my 1,500 miles down, but I did 1,120 miles, and I went back across the Highway 50, the loneliest road in America. Yeah. So, yeah. How long did it take you to do that? Uh, 18 hours. Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm a little tired, right? Yeah, wet and exhausted, so now I've got an aero-stitch suit and probably won't have the rain problems. I'll plan it a little bit better and pick a dry day. All right. Have you made any modifications to the bike? Yeah, so uh, I put a 17-inch front wheel for the street so the bike turns in quicker and then you the tire selection is a lot better the standard's a 19 inch so the only really good tire you can get is the one for the v-rod that dunlop makes so 19 inch front wheel limited tire selection so i put a 17 inch front wheel on it uh other than that i mean hand guards for off-road they come with these plastic hand guards and i put aluminum bark busters on it mm -hmm. uh other than that you know it's got a tank bag i got a corbin seat so it's got a corbin heated seat oh heated seat yeah, of course. If you're buying a six hundred dollars seat, it might as well be heated, right? Now, uh, I, I did see it by one of your photographs. You did add bags to that. Yeah, it's got the standard burial uh, bags. They call them. They're very. You can make them bigger and smaller. They're plastic. They come off really quick, really easy. So, All right, what do you like most about the bike? Well, the most I like about it, you know, it does everything. It does everything well. Uh, you know, it handles surprisingly well with that low boxer motor. Take it to the track. You can get it get it leaned over on the engine guards and drag a knee, and people are impressed. But it's really easy to ride because it does have a, such a low center of gravity. Well, speaking of talking about the type of riding that you do, uh, you mentioned that you did some off-road riding and you do street, of course, and you're obviously doing some track stuff. How does that perform on the track? Yeah, it pr performs remarkably well. I have two other race bikes that I race now, so it doesn't get as much track time. But when I do take it at the track, it performs really well. People are impressed by it. I would think so because it does have it does sit rather high. It's got a great ground clearance, so right. you, your lean over angle is pretty high to a point. 
Yeah, and, and that helps you, you know, with that with that uh, ground clearance. It gives you plenty of clearance, so you can get the bike leaned over quite a bit. Are you? Do you have any future upgrades planned for it? Uh, no, I was thinking about putting an auxiliary tank, a six gallon tank on the back, you know, for the 11, 11 gallon for the Iron Butt Association, if I ever wanted to do their <laughs> day job, So, If you ever lost your mind and felt like doing something crazy, then you would do yeah, that, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, long rides planned for the uh, future coming up with the bike? Yeah, like I say, in two weeks, I've got that 1500 mile and 24 hour Iron Butt ride. And then Wasn't I'm doing. It, isn't that the, is, that's the bun burner? Is that correct? The bun burner gold. The bun burner is 36 hours and 1500 miles. Oh, so the bun burner gold is the one that you have to do in 24. Correct. Wow. And you, that's one of, your, one of their extreme rides, as they call it. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, you're not going to be breaking any speed limits with that, right? Well, I'll be in Nevada, so the speed limit's 80 already. So. Oh, there you go. You're going to make up for that. Um, so, what color did you get? Uh, it's the white one. Yeah, okay, so it's the white and gray, I believe they, that is. Yeah. Right, I, a mixture of that. Uh, so why should somebody get this bike? Yeah, if you want a bike that performs well, does everything good, long-distance touring, commuting, off-road, you know, does everything well. Uh, why you shouldn't buy a bike is it's pretty ugly. I mean, it's not particularly a nice-looking bike. It's got, got the beauty of a hammer, so. <laughs> it's uh, It's utilitarian, I guess you could say, right? Right, right. Again, I'm about function and not fashion, so. I understand. Is there anything about the bike you don't like? Uh, no, it seems like it can have a little bit more gearing for highway speeds because it's around 5,000 RPMs at 80 miles an hour. But other than that, no, I can't think of anything. I mean, again, it's not the most attractive looking bike. So you have done a Saddle Store 1000, which I usually ask my guests, and you also have done You're going to do the bun burner. Uh, so that kind of kills that. One last question. Do you have a biker nickname? No, I, I don't have it. <laughs> you don't want one? <laughs> nah, I don't care. I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people already have nicknames for me. So. Okay. Well, listen, Brian, I want to thank you very much for joining me here on Rider Rides on the Motorcycle Men podcast. Uh, ride safe out there and enjoy yourself. All righty. Thank you, Ted. Thank you. One more thing, kids. Please visit Cycle Gear for all of your motorcycle and motorcycle clothing needs. With 136 stores nationwide, you're bound to find one near you, and they will definitely get you whatever it is that you might need. And if you go to the Edison, New Jersey store, be sure and tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you, and they'll take care of you. Go over there and see Chainsaw Ginny or Sean. And Tobacco Motorwear. For the best in stylish and comfortable riding jeans, go to Tobacco Motorwear and get yourself a pair of Kevlar-lined riding jeans. These are fantastic. This is what I wear. This is great stuff. And while you're there, get yourself a Kevlar-lined California riding shirt as well. Great-looking clothing, and they offer the protection you need while you're on your bike going for that long ride. And when you order, make sure you tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you. And make sure that you use the coupon code MOTORCYCLEMEN when you're ordering. Uh, the Motorcycle Men still need riders to help them out on the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge, which is coming up later this month. You can go to the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge website to sign up and help us win this thing this year. That's it from Rider Rides. I am Ted. This is Motorcycle Men Podcast. Thanks for listening, kids. Ride safe. If you'd like to be featured with your bike on Rider Rides, here's what you do. 
Go to the Motorcycle Men website at www.motorcyclemen.us. Go to the episodes page and fill out the form and submit. If selected, all you have to do is provide us with a sound bite of your bike, and you'll get a one-on-one interview with your host. Thanks for listening, and keep on riding. <laughs>